It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I am Pastor Jack King. I am your host as I am Every Sunday morning here at 8 o'clock, you're on 94.1 on your radio dial. This is a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. We talk about the church. I've had a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. Show number 1147 today. Been doing this about 20 some years. And this is the, the Sunday before the Veterans Day Parade. Now, this year, the Veterans Day Parade is not going to be on the 11th. It's going to be on the 10th because it's a holiday uh, in there. And I have uh, Patty Wilson here in the uh, studio with me. She is the Vice President of Vet Events Tally. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Now, if you are a radio listener, you'll recognize this voice. <laughs> tell, what it, tell us what you do on the radio. I have a radio show with my business partner, Scott Cowart. The show's called Patty's Playhouse, and I am Patty Wilson. You are Patty Wilson. I am. It airs Saturday at 11 on 933. 93. And I, when I, uh, I talked to Joe West, who's, yes, who has been for years, has come to be on the show with me and talk about uh, the Veterans Day Parade and all these things. And he said, well, I've got somebody else to come. And he said, uh, well, then he texted me your name. And I said, I wonder if that's the same Patty Wilson. That happens a lot. <laughs> because uh, uh, I'm one of those that I flip around on, on the radio, especially on Saturdays, because uh, the regular talk stations don't, you know, the, the big talkers, mm -hmm. they're, they're not on the radio on Saturdays generally. So I'm looking around, and I'm looking for something just to kind of keep me entertained on a Saturday morning until the sports comes on. <laughs> I hope I entertain everyone. Oh, you do a good job. You, Thank you, you. Like I so said, you have a very unique voice. Yankee. <laughs> Yankee. You are a Yankee from Pennsylvania, right? Pennsylvania. Okay. Central, which is a little different. Harrisburg. Right. Okay. What, what, what brought you to Tallahassee? My, uh, I wanted to move to Florida to be near my parents. They'd moved the previous year. Okay. And then my husband at the time, my husband at the time moved us over. He worked for Lowe's. So he was okay. transferred with Lowe's. Okay. And so, I stayed. So in the long story, Lowe's brought you here. Yeah. Okay. Now, how did you become the vice president of Vet Events Tally? I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> I don't. They needed help. I knew they, I was, I wanted to be a part of the parade. I've known other people involved, Jody uh -huh. Conway. I've known Joe West for a long time. I knew Junior from the radio station. He was my producer for a while. The late Junior, you know, he's passed away. And so I wanted to be, do something uh -huh. with the parade, but then they needed help. Yeah. I mean, they just needed bodies. Right. So I'm now the vice president, and I've learned so much. But I'm I, always about learning, so it's important to me. But do you have a background in just organizing things? Is well, I'm a realtor okay. by trade, so right. yes. Okay. Well, I mean, and I'm, I learned priorities. I was a nurse prior to being a real estate agent, so you learn priorities. Okay. You learn timing, you learn scheduling, and okay. there you go. But not everybody wants to be in a situation where they're running things. No. Some, some people do. I'm, I'm one of those that do. Give me something to organize. 
thought Vice President, I was going to be like Kamala right now. Like, I just thought it was going to be slow line kind of thing. <laughs> Learn it, maybe. Right. However, our president, John Pantoa, has, was ill. He had an infection in his leg. And so he couldn't be in attendance. So I had to step up. Uh-huh. And so how did it decide this year? Well, actually, you're not actually the quote director of the parade. I am year. not. And then who is that now? John Pantella. He's yeah, the okay. president. And he's the one that was with a stick leg. He was a little ill for yeah. a few weeks, so I someone had to step up. So I stepped up, and now I've yeah. and now I'm really kind of running Vet Fest. Okay, which is with the Altrua. Well, I'm really happy that the parade is going to happen. I am too. Because last year when Joe was on the show, he, I mean, he's been talking about stepping down for ever since I've known him. <laughs> and then he, he'll step down and then he'll come back because he loves it. The truth well, he's been is. a very yeah. good mentor for yeah. me because it's a blessing that he yeah. did step back as John was ill because what else? I, I had no idea. <laughs> Just I, I'm a person who give me a list of numbers to call and I'll make you money. Uh-huh. Give me a list of numbers. I'll get you free stuff. But oh. I didn't know anything else. Oh. And so that's been my job is get free stuff and get money. I, I like this make money thing. I need, I need, <laughs> I we, we need to talk about this later. <laughs> yeah. So Joe, he's been my mentor yeah. is a great word for it. Yeah. Joe, is he's to me, he's unique because he keeps talking about that uh, he's really not good at this but he evidently he really is because he's he's made it happen i don't know how many years it's it's something he enjoyed very much Uh and you know sometimes there's you know like anything when you do it a bunch of times maybe a little bit of the joy leaves you until it's done and you're like wow i did it you know it gets a little bit of drudge but he's been he's really thank you lord yeah been very kind to me (laughs) really kind answers any text messages i have he's oh he's he's very good about getting back with yeah he always gets back with me quickly because i'm very compliant so if somebody i was in service i was air force so if somebody tells me Call a listed number. I'm like, call what numbers? Like, mm-hmm. I need to know what times can I call them? I need more information. And Joe's been really good about giving me the details right. that the other guys don't have time for. <laughs> and he, I think he understands the way I think. So it's been it's been very pleasant. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that what I learned in the Navy was that what do they tell you to do? Just do it. Right. Just, just do it. Don't. And don't, I don't. Uh oh. I ask questions <laughs> because I don't want to step. There's other toes right. with other big pockets and other big names, and they know their roles, and I don't. So I want to watch and ask. Uh-huh. Well, now, when you're in the Air Force, though, but you you learn. I, w- just, just I worked on C-130s as an electrician, so it was kind of autonomous. Yeah, but still, you learn. Just just do what they say. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, in the early Go days. Go get me some flight line yeah, padding, yeah. Yeah, I, I used to try <laughs> to buck that, and then I learned it's just easier for me just to do what they say. Yeah, so. I'm a do-what-they-say girl, but I need a little more information. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, the parade is yes. the 10th yes. of November. 1110. And... Uh, uh, See, that's on a Friday, right? Correct. It's Friday. the legal holiday. Right. Now, why would they not want to do it on Saturday? Because there were some logistical big issues, frankly. Miami plays here. Okay. So the NCAA kind of messed up. Uh-huh. So they bring Miami here, and that's an evening game. And then FAMU has a home game. Okay. And they so would also Miami, be having a homecoming parade, too. Right. Yeah. And so, no, that's the week before. That is not their homecoming. Okay. They had this, they already had their homecoming that's this right, past week. That's weekend. right. That's right. Yeah, that's last week. But with 
the logistics first of all they don't have enough police officers right so just logistical wise they said and i have to take people at their word until i find out differently that they couldn't even pull enough people from the other counties to compensate plus you think all that traffic Mm -hmm. you know miami really doesn't have a lot of people at their games until they play Show. <laughs> right. and that's just I, i've heard that yeah. it's true yeah, just yeah. a numeric yeah. thing yeah. so they will come up for this game right people will drive down I mean, from wherever for this game yeah, they're it's gonna an, come up it's here an for annual wish, event wish for thinking can you imagine the traffic jams <laughs> oh yeah yeah now yeah. that they've narrowed gain street you know yeah. joe talks about well for 13 years and i understand that but 13 years ago gain street wasn't two lanes mm-hmm. for 13 years there wasn't all these medians in the way that now they're there and they've kind of created their own juggernaut the county has yeah of of clogging for no reason yeah so but we have to deal with that now what they were going to do to tennessee street was going to be even worse right were, remember right? that yeah. they were going to have it like all bike lanes right 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 so and it was social engineering to force you to ride a bus uh-huh. <laughs> well that's not going to work no not in tallahassee no. it's everything's too yeah, far right, spread out right. so that being said <laughs> I, I am obviously not the traditional parade event planner but as a person who understands as an earth, you have to have the bodies to move you. Right. right. And the safety of it. And now you just don't know what could happen yeah. at any big gathering. <laughs> so, and a lot's happened. So you have to kind of go with it. Oh, so yeah. they gave them 1110, same time. The vigil will start on 1110 at 11 a.m. The parade's going to come through. You know, we'll all be staged 830, you know, 830 to 9. And. I think it'll. I think it'll be beautiful, and then yeah. it leads into the party that is Vet Fest and yeah. the hometown announcement of the hometown hero, and then they'll have their Friday night block party for FSU game. It's and like I a think, weekend of party, and you're going to get a better turnout by doing it on Friday. I'm just telling you because if you if you had done it on Saturday, in conjunction with everything everything else that's going on. I think it would have been a bust. Right. Yeah, and so. I, but I do yeah. understand the Vietnam vets. I do understand the. Obviously, I yeah. had three children in Afghanistan at one time. Oh my goodness! I understand the history of Veterans Day, yeah. the the pride of Veterans Day, the holiness right. of Veterans Day. However, you need safety. But are there you people? Need to bring the people are, in. Are the people upset about it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Of course. Yeah. Really? The board was upset, huh. and I'm just coming in, so I I had yeah. no. I was neutral. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they well, were I'm not, upset. I'm not they ups- I'm not, I'm they not tried to. I mean, they were like, "But why? We've always done it. But why? Yeah. Well, from what I know, I'm a big sports fan. NCAA doesn't ask anybody. <laughs> they tell them. Right. Right. And they well, did it. It did it last year too. So next year, it's leap year next year. So it'll be a Monday, right? So, that, so we won't have to go through this on Sunday. Correct. But they'd probably do it on Sunday, yeah. even though the church people would be upset about it. Right. But I think because it's leap year, it would be on Monday. Okay. Well, to me, I don't really care, but I understand how the. I really thing do is. understand the history. I'm just of happy it. that they're having it because I am too. I mean, there were some those years when there were some mix-ups there, and it. Yeah, some things happened. But you know yeah. what they did, which I thought was really cool, is they checked with the Gold Star families. Okay. So the Gold Star families are families that lost a soldier right, right. or an airman or a seaman in in an execution of a wartime act, whatever. Someone was mur- killed, murdered, however you like it. And so they asked the Gold Star families, do you mind mm-hmm. before they agreed to move it or not have it at all? Right. And that they said fine. Yes. Okay. All right. So 
the uh, Veterans Day Parade, the 10th, not this year, not the 11th. Correct. Downtown Monroe Street. Correct. And it starts at 11-11. Correct. Okay. And then there's other things going on. And you mentioned what you were involved in. So tell us about that. That, The Vet Fest? Yes. So the the parade will start around 11-11. They're going to have the vigil begin at the Veterans Memorial, Vietnam Memorial. Then they have like a cascade of bugle players playing taps. Right. So after that, we're going to have, we believe, a flyover. It's changed from C-130s to helicopters, but that's... You know, that could change again, too, because of real-life exercises mm-hmm. going on right now in the military. And so that'll occur, and then the parade will go down, Monroe. And then after that, the Altrua sponsors VetFest. Okay. And VetFest is where they have a, a hometown hero announcement, right? which I don't even know who that is, so it's a big surprise. And then they have a band, and we have a band that's called the Mike Miller Band. And then we have vendors and food trucks along the chain of parks. And I've been responsible for getting okay. all that. Now that. That all happens after the parade. Correct. Right. Around 1230. How long have they done the hometown hero thing? I can't say. It, like it hadn't been that many years. I, I don't believe. It uh, seemed like when I first heard about it, maybe three or four years. I used yeah. to walk. Well, obviously, until this year, we would walk with the radio station. We had the van and we would walk behind the van or in front of the van. And then we just went back to work. So right. I never had, I had the opportunity to stay at that fest. <laughs> so I am because right, I, right. I am. But now somewhere along the line, you met somebody that got you involved in all this. I met Joe West and John Pantoa through the radio station because Greg Marr Jr. was the morning show host when and, I first 93. started at 93. Yeah, yeah. Three. And they were all very kind to me. We used to do, um, I don't know, if anyone remembers but at the ale house we would do lunch and we would have meatloaf you know because they have meatloaf at lunch and we'd all get together and so there was all greg's friends and they were all bikers and so that's how i met them and they all very so very welcoming uh-huh. and so as somewhere, they just adopted me i don't have a bike and then next thing you know they said why don't you come be on our board yeah and yeah, just, i mean it, years later yeah yeah it happened it happened just like that it was yeah. i was like i would like to help Right. And that has how. And I knew Jody Conway, who was the president at one time. She was a client of mine. I knew other people who were involved. So I didn't really know that Vet Events owned the parade and how the parade moved. I knew no logistics. Right, right. When I did this in January, none. Well, well that, that all happened back when uh, the one year it, the city canceled it. Right. And then the vets got upset. And then Joe spoke up and said, well, it ought to be the vets that run it. it. And then they say, so, well, okay. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Joe had a job. <laughs> right. I, but it's been nice. It, I mean, it has. And I've, I've, I've participated yeah. the last six years, but yeah. now, I've, yeah. and now I've learned so much. It's I keep saying parade. it, but I really have learned it, it a really lot. It really is a great parade. You have, you, have, you have very good participation. They've been very good. They've been very well planned and organized in the last several years that I've been involved more in it, in, in doing the interviews and, and going down. And right. I just have, my goal was to really make Vet Fest a thing. Mm-hmm. Like make it, you know, people would attend and they would hear the band, but I wanted it was like, let's make it bigger. Yeah. Like we got a couple hours. Right. Let's make it bigger. Yeah. So we have a bigger band, Mike Miller Band last year. They had um the Alley Cats. They've had uh last name Dean, the gentleman, big name. I don't list country music, but they've had him. Oh, I know who you're talking about. He's, you know? he's actually from Quincy. Right. Yeah, yeah. They've had yeah, him. Yeah. So they've had big names, yeah. but I'm trying to make it like more festival. Yeah. 
Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, yeah. With the vendors and well, food trucks. That's all the chain of parks. Right. right. And it's, so, like I said, once the parade is over. they can You can go visit, you have a little there. And there's a lot of things of going on there. We're going to have face painting yeah. for the little ones. But right. food, buy some crafts, have a good time. Now, and you say you're the one who organizes all I am working on that. With a chain of with a chain of parks. Correct. So, in other words, if they want to have a booth or something there, they, they call They contact you. me. Okay. Is it too late for all that? No. Okay. You got some numbers to give out? I do. My phone number is 850-656-0009, or you can find me on a Facebook group I run called Living Tallahassee, okay. and I have the link for registration for VetFest. So what would you be looking for? Anybody. Um, I mean, we're not, we're not discriminating. We're not saying, like, if you have, if you sell necklaces... Come join us. Okay. So, if so, you sell cotton candy, come join actually us. Actually, vendors. Yes. Vendors. True vendors. Sell your wares. Okay. Okay. Well, then there you go. T-shirts, uh, whatever you want. Radio opportunity. You have an opportunity here. It is. Here to, and to, it's, it's just a little bit of fun, you yeah, know? Yeah. I mean, how many people will stay to, to do that? Is it a big crowd? I don't know. I think if you have, if you build it, they will come. <laughs> now, when you talk about building it, I mean, have, haven't we been doing this all along? I, I don't think, from uh, what I've heard historically, yes, they've had, they've tried to have vendors and food trucks, but there hasn't been the level of commitment. Like, I'm like on it. Okay. So, okay. you know, I don't know the total number. John has that. My goal was 14 food trucks. Will I get 14 tr- food trucks? I don't know. If you'd love to help me meet my goal. That's fantastic. If you have a tent and you want to sell muffins, you can do that too. Okay. If you don't have a food truck, but you want to sell something, honey, uh, um, little makeup balms, you know, the same, same things you see at the chain of parks every Saturday, uh-huh. please join us. Okay. So so you can go to that Facebook yes. page. Which, which Living is Tallahassee. Living Tallahassee. And you can contact Patty Wilson. <laughs> It's true. So, so you got me doing this now. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. Yeah, I am I, Patty Wilson. Yeah, right. I can't find myself just to call you Patty. No. <laughs> My mother always said she just thought it was funny, but it was Patty Wilson. Well, it's kind of made you your your fame around mm-hmm. Tallahassee. A little bit. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know when I saw that, I said Patty Wilson has got to be the same. <laughs> and I hear people like they'll text me about a house, or they'll just text me right. asking questions about this, and they're like, "Are you the one?" Right. Right. Yes, I am. Pa- and that's what they want to hear. They want right. to hear me say i am patty wilson now how did you become a realtor um actually i was injured as a nurse i ruptured a spontaneous rupture of my achilles tendon Ooh! so i couldn't work i was right. in a cast it happened in alexandria i actually drove home on it because i didn't know what it was alexandria, even though it was in Alabama. alexandria virginia oh, virginia okay. i drove the 18 hours home and i then I had to be casted and you can't work as a so my husband, my second husband, was a property appraiser. So he's yeah. like, come work with me. Okay. So I did. Okay. And, and then, then I was like, you know, I'm better at sales. Right. I love appraising. It taught me everything I know, but I would really like to not work with you every day. So how long have you actually been a realtor? Uh, I've been a realtor 2004. Okay. And then you like it. Right. I got my license, but I didn't sell. As, as the expression is, you had the gift of gab. I love real <laughs> estate. I love the process. I love finding homes for people. Right. I love, I call it, the, we create a story. No. And my goal was always to be the realtor I needed and didn't have. Because when you, somebody calls you and says, hey, uh, I want you to help me find a house. You, that's a relationship. It is. Until you sell. It's like dating. Right. Until you get them in that. Uh, it's a commitment. Yeah, yeah. I have a little business that's kind of similar to that, mm. and, I, and I know the whole personal relationship type of thing. It's a commitment. Yeah, yeah. And you don't fit everyone. Like you said, your son's a realtor. You don't fit everyone. That's why there's a bunch of us. Right. However, when I work it, I work very. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's, and he's we have a, a brokerage. Yeah. It's called the brokerage. And we have other we have nine agents that work with us and they all have their own lives and we just try to collaborate and have fun and sell houses. Now the uh, downturn hasn't hit here, has it? Not yet. I mean, uh, and maybe it won't because it's Florida. I mean, people. It are, is Florida. People are moving here from the places where they're having economic difficulties in other cities. They're coming to Tallahassee. Where they're, they're having coming blight, to Florida. Really? Yeah. yeah. If they're coming to Florida, so so I don't. I as don't long know. as the inventory's low. Right, right, right. The market won't really be affected. Yeah, and I remember when the inventory wasn't low. <laughs> I do, and, too. And I only started, like, selling outside of my house, like, even though I had my license in the downturn, so I only learned in negative market. Oh, really? Because I, I know people who were in the real estate business back during those times. Mm-hmm. They say, oh, it's easy now <laughs> compared to what they went through when, when nobody was buying houses. And, of course, with the interest rates going up, it does – Slow it down some, I would imagine. Right. It does yeah. slow it down. But the inventory is really the biggest challenge. I think people would give up because rents are so high. They would bite it thinking that in a couple of years they're going to be able to refinance or just the banks are just going to naturally right. reduce it. But inventory is really, if you're paying 8%, let's yeah. just say, you want that house the way, the way you want it. Right. Right. You need those repairs done, and sometimes sellers aren't yet willing to do that right. because the inventory is so low. The first house that I bought, no, the second house I bought was 11.5% yeah, during so. the, the Carter days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Carter. Yeah. He's still here. Yeah. Well, well, the thing is. is <laughs> He's that, still with us. <laughs> that was that was tough. That was tough. Yeah. But, but we were willing to do it because we wanted to have a home. And right. of course, the, what you're hoping is that even if you have to pay a high rent, when you sell it, then uh, you're going to make, you, you're gonna make the equity off of it and it's all going to work out. And it fixes out for your you. costs. If you're renting, and you know that, if you're renting, you have no control. Right. The guy can come in and say, I'm going to move you. The guy can yep. come in and say, I don't want your pet anymore. The guy can come in yep. and just say, You're not allowed to paint. You're not allowed to do anything. Right. Yeah, I just had that happen. <laughs> I was in a building and. Right. <laughs> said, well, we're going to put an Airbnb yeah, yeah, in yeah, here. Like yeah. you have no control over your life. So I was taught by Gary Keller a long time ago that the purpose of owning a home was fixing your costs. It wasn't to use it like an ATM. It was to get as much square footage as you can and have fixed costs and you'll build wealth, wealth from there. Makes sense to me. And I, I, I think that's I, my kind of. I think he gave you some wisdom. It was. He owns Keller Williams. Yeah, he was a pretty smart guy. But I thought that was like really important to just think about, you know, everybody wants granite and marble and all that sweet stuff. But if you fix your costs and you're not paying rent, you're not really in the market. You're not beating up the market or against the market. You become the market. And this is all very patriotic because it's part of America. It Even is. though our event is owning a, is, a home. Is the, but the parade is, I think it's just, I, I love the word lush. I think it's just a lush time for people to come out and honor those who have served us. I right. served for a very brief time. I worked on C-130s. And it was, you know, it's just really good to see people be happy about the military. What year did you go in? What year did I go in? 1985. I, I, when I signed up. Before I graduated from high school. Okay. What made you do that? I wanted to go to college. And I was right. one of seven, so it wasn't a, my parents weren't going to be able to pay for me to go. And why did you choose the Air Force? Because my uncle was an E-9. Okay. And I just thought that was amazing. You know, very few people, especially in the Air Force, because it's slot-based, mm-hmm. get to be an E-9. Say that. Say that. It was what-based? Slots. S-L-O-T-S. Slots. So you have to fill a slot. 
And because there's so few people in the Air Force, there's fewer slots. It's not like the Army. Okay. Well, so in it the was Navy, a, we call that a billet. Yes. Yeah. But okay. for us, we called it slots. Okay. S-L-O-T-S. Okay. Okay. So it was... I've been like, how do you get there? Like, what do you do? So I was in the Air Force for about seven years as a reservist. And then all the war, you know, and I wasn't willing to give up custody of my children. Like, you have to sign over, blah. I was going to raise my kids. Uh And the last child I had, they said, I'll never forget it. They're like, you have to lose all this weight in 30 days. And I was like, I am never losing this weight. (laughs) You're going to kick me out. And they did. Because of my weight. If you'd been in the Marines, you might have lost that weight. <laughs> I was Air Force. I had chocolate and Texas toast for lunch and steak. And right. I was the only girl. <laughs> so, 85, was it Grenada? Yeah, they were already in Grenada and back. I yeah. was still in training at that point. Okay. And then after Desert Storm 1 and 2. Well, Desert Storm was later. That was, right. That was, That's uh, when I got out. Yeah, right at 90s, early early 90s. Yes, it was after Desert Storm they, 1. The, the, I you, was through Desert Storm Yeah, you 1. had Grenada. Then you had Panama. Right. The Manuel Noriega. And right, all I that, remember. All that. And then after that, we had a little law. And then the whole Desert Storm thing started right Early 90s, right, right. In there somewhere along the line. And my last child was born in 97, and yeah. I was like, I'm out. Of course, I was long gone from the military by that time, because uh. <laughs> I, I got out in 1975, so, so uh, my, I was Vietnam era. So right. Even though I never went to Vietnam, I served during the Vietnam. Yeah, my uncle era. never went to Vietnam, but he was in Korea, and then he stayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he became an E-9. And then he ran AFES over, and AFES is the Army Air Force Exchange. Uh-huh. He ran AFES in Seoul. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so have you had a lot of military in your back? In your, in your no, family? just just my Uncle George. and okay. But my dad ran our house like a military, even though he wasn't in the military. So <laughs> I've always been very compliant. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was easy transition for me. I did not suffer yeah. for being in the military. I think there's seven in my family total. Because uh, I know every year my brother always posts the different veterans mm. of, of the family. Some of them are gone, of course. Yeah. And then, uh, But then my two kids went in the Army, and then my daughter met her husband in the army and so i had son-in-law so all three son-in-law daughter and then son were in afghanistan in the same country in different parts all at the same time are they still in my daughter is the only one remaining really mm-hmm. so the boys she loves out. it the boys are out mm-hmm. she okay. my daughter's in e7 in the air for in the army reserve which is a sergeant, right? Sergeant major? Is that, no, 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 no. She's sergeant. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what the army. Yeah. it's just yeah, V seven. I, I know the for Navy. me yeah. in the in the air force. She's a master sergeant. Yeah, and she's yeah. only thirty four. Yeah, he'd be a chief in, right. in the navy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so she's come a long way. She runs logistics. She actually works in the civilian side of DLA, which is logistics, and she works the warehouses in Mechanicsburg, which is part of the navy. Okay. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. It's, uh, our subject for today is the Veterans Day Parade coming up. And, of course, Veterans Day, we do appreciate all of our veterans. If you are one who served, we appreciate you. If you're currently serving, we certainly appreciate you. Amen. And my hope is that all of this that's going on in the Middle East, that you won't get caught up in it. But uh, we don't know. These are, these are troubled times right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, we remember uh, all of our all those who are in harm's way. I mean, the thing about it is that people who maybe if you've never read about war, or that's right, you don't understand war is not a pretty thing. It's a very, very serious thing, and people get killed, and that's the unfortunate thing about it. And uh, in the Middle East right now, the casualties are, are mounting up because of, of war. So what we hope for is peace, peace. 
and that the United States will not have to dispatch soldiers. However, I would not be a bit surprised if we don't have soldiers undercover already there in the Middle East and probably in, we already do yeah and I would imagine we've had some injuries yeah and of course a lot of that stuff is kind of they kind of keep it on under the radar but uh, uh, most places if there's trouble there's there's probably an American presence there mm-hmm. somewhere we've probably got some some soldiers or sailors or Marines or and of course now we have the ships that are out I think they said uh, three battle groups already have been sent over in the area so we have our sailors who are uh, possibly in harm's way so we want to keep all those in our prayers and things there is a song that i usually play around the veterans day because it's it's kind of cute kind of sad it'll get you i assure you this is the uh, oak ridge boys it's called gi joe and lily an american love story not unlike a lot of others except gi joe and lily is my father and my mother. It gets me every time. <laughs> it just does. That is so touching um, because it certainly is uh, so much of the, the American story. People who have gone to war. And uh, I was listening to a broadcast effective uh, today and uh, talking about a, a woman who um, her father had been in a prison war camp and he never would talk about it and finally he uh, he was dying and she was just insistent she wanted him to tell and he said you understand that if I tell you this he said you'll, it'll, it'll, it'll never leave you and so he told her the whole story and uh she didn't tell the story on the radio, but uh, what she did say was the fact that uh, he's right. It never leaves you. And, uh, and the thing about being in the military is that um, uh, this is for me now. And like I said, I never, I never had that type of trauma or anything like I served on an aircraft carrier stateside. And, uh, but uh, I think more about those days now that I did when I first got out, I just kind of just put it out of my mind. I was busy. And not long after that, I got married and raised a family and that sort of thing. But it seems like the, it comes back to me more. I think about the the guys that I served with and that type of thing more now than I did when I was younger. And I can't explain that. That's just the reality of it. But I do think about all of these uh, young men and women who are serving today and what they're dealing with. And, uh, of course, uh, Miss Wilson had to, had to leave for a few minutes. She may be back. I'm not sure. She had a, had an important phone call that came through while we were playing the song there. But uh, just what we were just talking about there, that you don't know what these people are, are dealing with in, in whatever the situation is. And that's one of the reasons why we have things like Veterans Day parades is to commemorate and to honor these people who have sacrificed so much when you um, sign up to be in the military you don't know what you're getting yourself into and I was thinking about this the other day I uh, went to um, went to Navy on the 3rd of June 1971 and uh, they 
went to the recruiting station in Lexington, Kentucky, and they drove us to Louisville, which is where the indoctrination station was, and we were leave there to go to boot camp. And I thought about this the other day. When when we uh, raised our hand and uh, took the oath, there was a room full of uh, potential young sailors in that room. And we all said it together, and I said to myself, I said, why did I just say no? I mean, I, at that point, I wasn't committed yet. <laughs> I could have just said, no, I changed my mind. I don't think I'm going to do this. But for some reason or another, I raised my hand and did what everybody else did and uh, said I would uh, do what they, what they were asking me to do, and that's to uh, um, become a part of the military and be a part of the United States Navy and protect the Constitution and then all the things that we were asked to do. And, and there are people who, who do that every day. And uh, nowadays, uh, there is no threat, quote, of the draft. In my day, there was. Uh, they had just started the, the lottery system. And so the potential that I would be drafted was there. And uh, I chose the Navy over in the, the other branches of service. And, and uh, as they say, the rest is history. But uh, anyway, the parade is this coming uh, Friday at 11, 11. Of course, that's the time of the signing of the armistice. And it's a very important time. And a lot of festivities takes place there. Last year, um, I had Joe West here on the show with me. And of course, he's a, a veteran of both the Army and the Navy. And he he always comes when I ask him to. And I called him this time. He said, well, I'm going to send somebody else to you. And of course, Miss Wilson was good enough to come to be a part of the show today. And uh, anyway, um, <laughs> he said, uh, you got to talk about the uh, Carvette Club that likes to come and, and be in the parade. And uh, I said, oh, that sounds pretty cool. And he said, well, would you like to ride the vet? And I said, hmm, a vet and a vet. I think I think that'll work. And he said, well, I'll hook you up. And so, sure enough, uh, on Veterans Day last year, here was uh, me and uh, a gentleman by the name of Greg. Greg, if you're listening, I appreciate you. That was a nice uh, nice car, and we had a nice conversation, and uh, got to ride in a, in a Corvette. The last time I was in the parade, I walked with uh, Preston Scott, and we walked. <laughs> I like the riding. I like that a whole lot better. I really did. But people... Uh, just going down the street there, people were saying very, very nice things. People were waving and waving their flags and cheering. And uh, Greg turned over to me and he says, you know, this is all for you. And and I, it kind of struck me. I said, me? But not just me, but all of our vets. This, this type of event is put together to thank you and to commemorate and, of course, to honor those who have served, who those who were able to, fortunate enough to come home, thank God for that. And then we also honor those who were not able to come home. And that's a, it's a joyful occasion, but a solemn occasion all at the same time. Well, I have another song for you. I think you'll enjoy this one. This kind of takes us back to uh, Desert Storm.
thousands of people who pray for me. It's a humbling experience to think that people I will never have met have lifted me and my family up in prayer. It's been a comforting feeling to know that is true. Wow, it is. <laughs> um, when the um, last time that, that Joe was here with me on the show and we were talking about the um, the Vietnam vets, and like I said, when when Patty here was uh, Miss Wilson was on the show, um, that uh, I did not serve in Vietnam, but I did serve during the Vietnam era. But the whole climate of the nation was certainly different than it is today, and uh, I had some things that happened that would just really kind of kind of makes you wonder why anybody would behave that way toward a guy who's just trying to serve his country. And, uh, of course, uh, <laughs> by the time I got in the Navy, they had changed it to where you didn't have to wear your uniform off the base. So you could go in civilian clothes. But uh, the thing about it is that uh, uh, with our hair styles that we had to have at that time was – different than uh, most hairstyles of that age if you remember the 70s <laughs> so so they they would know that you were in the navy of course in pensacola that's you see a lot of navy people out and about especially back in those days and uh it's, of course they know your navies you're you're in the navy and things that were said, and then one day when somebody threw a, a snow cone at me, hit me right in, the, right in the chest, I was just walking down the street, just mind my own business, and then they had a few words to say, and uh, that was hard for me to understand that. I'm just a country boy from rural Kentucky. Um, I just didn't, where I grew up, people didn't behave that way. Veterans were respected, and uh if you had been somebody who had served in, in World War II or, or even Korea, then, then uh, you were highly thought of. And uh, there was a lot of respect for military people, people who had served. And, of course, uh, just looking back on that now, uh, there were men who I knew as a boy growing up, they were farmers. And, uh, but some of those farmers had been in the Army and uh, – had served in, in World War II, and those were those things were never discussed. You didn't talk to him about it. Somebody might have told you that, hey, yeah, he was a he was a Marine or he was a, a, in the Army. I had some uh, people who I went to church with. They, him and his brother both had served in the Navy, and uh, it's just that type of thing was respected. And so for me to to hear finally have become of age to where I would be in the military and here serving my country and then to be treated that way. But the one thing that, that um, Joe West told us about the uh, Vietnam era veterans is that they have made it a goal that uh, never again, never again would there be another generation that would be, be treated the way the Vietnam uh, veterans were treated. And they have paved the way for that and so nowadays you hear people talk about oh, i appreciate your service i appreciate what you did then i told joe when he was on the show i said look it's a little hard for me to accept that but i've gotten better <laughs> i've gotten better especially when he explained that to me i said you know 
I'm going to accept that. I'm going to accept that. That as a country, we'll do better. And we won't do that to another generation. But in the beginning, it was very difficult for me to just, somebody said, well, I appreciate your service for serving. And I, uh, it's just hard to receive that. But uh, like I say, I, I'm, I'm better. <laughs> it's, it's better than it was. And so anyway, this is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I get to do this every Sunday morning. I appreciate you tuning in and and I hope that you are being blessed by the shows that we have. We've got some guests coming up in the the near future. As a matter of fact, I've got quite a few guests uh, uh, signed up. Uh, It kind of goes in spurts. There'll be times when uh, I'll make phone calls. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then sometimes you have to work around the dates and, and and then it'll happen. And other times, yeah, no matter who I call, <laughs> no, I can't do it, can't do it, can't do it. And it just kind of goes that way. And to have done a show like this as long as I have, you just have to just learn to flow with that sort of thing. And uh, I remember one time, uh, this is back when we were doing the show live at WCVC, 1330 a.m. And uh, I had a, a pastor here in town scheduled to be on the show. And uh that was fine. It was a Saturday morning, like I said, live, uh, live show. And he calls me about uh, 15 minutes before the show was to go on the air. And he said, my mother just had a heart attack. They're rushing her to the hospital. Of course, he's got to go take care of that. And then I, it dawns on me that, hey, <laughs> I, got a, I got an hour to fill here. And I did it. And that's one of the best things that could ever happen to me. Because you find out, hey, there's always things to talk about. And so that's kind of what happened. So uh, here of late, uh, God has been putting a lot of things on my heart and uh, been able to share those things with you. And I appreciate that opportunity to be able to do so and also play a little gospel music for you. And, of course, on Veterans Day, we try to get a little something patriotic for you. And, uh, this is called America. We'll take our stand. We love this land. This is America. And we've got a few more minutes in the broadcast here this morning, but right now I'm just going to stop and just pray for America. I am deeply concerned about what's going on in the Middle East, and, uh, well, I, I'm just hopeful and praying and just believing that, uh, that we won't get caught up in this and, uh, and we don't have to put our soldiers in harm's way like we've already got the Navy there. And I, and I would imagine that there are others there that we're just not aware of. But this thing is, uh, it has the potential to become very, very grave. And uh, uh, Father, I'm, I'm just believing that uh, that you've got a plan for all this. I don't understand all of it. I don't. Don't even don't even claim to. But I do believe in the power of God. And I know that uh, you love Israel. And uh, the Bible is very clear about this. This is, this is God's holy land. And uh, we know, according to the revelation, that the end times, that God's going to deal with those who oppose Israel. I don't know that this is that time. I don't know. I just don't know. 
But I do know this, that God will honor our prayers. And my prayer is that you'll help, you help those who are really just seeking peace, that there would be peace in this world. And Father, I pray for America, and I pray for our troops and, and uh, those who are, are serving, wherever they may be, Lord God, let your hand of protection be upon them. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Veterans Day Parade, the uh, 10th of November. That's a Friday. It's not the 11th. And uh, Patty Wilson, when she was here with me just a little while ago on the program, she explained all that to us, that uh, there's a lot of things going on in Tallahassee on that day. The law enforcement just advised that that would just not be a good time to have that parade. She said that, uh, that some of our veterans and things are upset about it. Well, I, I guess I can understand that. But to me, I'm just happy they're having the parade. And so if it's a day early, I'll be there. <laughs> and uh, I'm hoping to be able to ride in a vet again. That was fun last year. And uh, anyway, uh, thank God for his blessings. I'm going to uh, take us out with some patriotic music here this morning. Just uh, get us in the right spirit. The opening measures of our national anthem cause us to rise in honor, not only for the United States, but also for the patriots past and present who have laid down their lives to defend our nation. Singing its words reminds us how wonderful it is every time we see that star-spangled banner wave. just thinking here while I was listening to that patriotic music about people that I know who served in the military and I was just let a list go through my mind I'm not going to do it here uh, this morning but uh, you probably have that same list of family and friends and loved ones that you know that have served and uh, as I said earlier if you're one who You've served in the in, in the military, or you're in the military. Thank you for all of our branches, from the Navy to the uh, Coast Guard, Marines, Air Force, Army, uh, Coast Guard, and of course uh, 
Space Force, Merchant Marines, all of you, thank you for what you've done and and your service. And um, while I'm thinking about these things, I'm thinking about the American Legion. Now, we're at the American Legion tonight. Is the first Sunday night of the month, Gospel Sing. You don't want to miss it. It's a group called Simple Faith. I believe they come up from St. Petersburg, but they've been with us uh, several times, and they are very, very good. They sing very, very nice, and I've enjoyed them when they've been there. So I'm looking forward to it. It starts at 6.30 p.m. You are invited. You are personally being invited by me. And you say, well, who am I? I'm, I'm just a messenger. <laughs> when it comes to that singing there, I'm just a messenger. I go and have a good time like everybody else. But uh, we do appreciate uh, Carl and Carolyn Powell for their work to make this happen. Of course, Brother Vic is very much a part of that. And I appreciate them. And I appreciate all of you. And I look forward to seeing you tonight over at the American Legion at uh, Lake Alla Drive. If you're heading down Monroe Street before you get to Tharp, take a right and you'll be right there almost immediately. And uh, look forward to seeing you there. Well, Veterans Day is a very important time for us to stop, think, commemorate what uh, many have given and sacrificed, and to commemorate those who are now currently in uniform to uh, keep them in our prayers. Our Heavenly Father, we are thankful today that uh, you've given us this opportunity to pause and just be thankful for our veterans. And Father, I pray that you would help us as a nation to be able to be people who are not currently engaged in military conflict. I like it when our troops get to be home and not have to be deployed. Father, I do pray for peace. I pray for peace around the world. I pray for peace in the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel. I pray for peace in America, and I pray for peace just all over the world. And Lord God, I give you glory and the praise. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.